opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All right. We are Good on. evening, everyone. Uh, this is Ray Campbell here. I'd uh, like to welcome everyone to our Resolving to Improve the ACB Resolutions Process Community Event. That's a mouthful. I won't try putting that on a business card. Um, I want to thank everybody for uh, taking the time to be here this evening. Um, we have a, It's a pretty free-form agenda tonight. Um, we are going to cover three kind of main areas. First, I'm going to uh, welcome you. I'm going to introduce the committee, and then I'm going to talk a little about why this, uh, just to refresh everyone's memory, about why we, are, we formed this ad hoc committee. Um, second of all, then we will, um, I will turn it over to Mark, uh, Mark and, uh, and Gabe Griffith and, uh, Jeff Tom to, uh, Mark Reichert, that is Gabe Griffith and Jeff Tom to just talk about the current way that we handle, uh, submitting resolutions and our current process. And then we're going to go to, uh, the part where you'll get to participate. We're going to present some of our ideas and uh, for making the resolutions process better and easier and to work for more of our members and, and that more members uh, hopefully uh, will be able to uh, participate and then uh, start to gather some of your ideas. At that time, uh, Debbie, once we start taking the talking about our ideas and taking the input, Debbie, I want to have you start recording so that we can get a recording of this uh, of this for the for the evening. Okay, um, we're not recording yet. I didn't know, but um, that noise of people coming in. I don't know who is supposed to disable that, but that's very noisy. Um, do you? Do, this is um, not my account. So. Okay, it's it's. I, I don't know. I don't know whose it is because <laughs> because I had originally set this up on my account, but then it came out with a different ID. So. That was a little confusing to me too. Um, you can go in and disable I'll that. I, that. Okay. I think you can. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so let me uh, get us started then. Um, and we have an hour and a half, so um, we're going to uh, do that. Um, so, um, why are we, so basically? Let me introduce the committee. So, uh, the resolutions ad hoc uh, task force was appointed uh, by uh, President Spoon. And it consists of myself as chair, Mark Reichert as co-chair, uh, Gabe Griffith and uh, Jill Noble, who are the co-chair, the current co-chairs of the resolutions committee. Uh, I'm not doing this in any particular order. Maria Kristich from New York, Regina Brink from California, Kenneth Simeon Sr. from Texas, um, Gabriel Lopez Cafati from Florida. Uh, we have uh, Clark Rockfall and Claire Stanley uh, from the ACB staff, and um, we also have on uh, our calls we've had uh, our president Dan Spoon, and um, Eric Bridges has also been a part of our calls as well. I believe that is everybody, and uh, if I forgot somebody, I do apologize. I was doing that for a minute. Of course, myself, as I mentioned, as chair. Um, so, um, why are we here? Um, well, in 2019, 
Remember the good old days when we could have in-person conventions? Well, it's the 2019 convention in Rochester. The, the convention asked the board of directors to take a look at the resolutions process. Um, there were a number of things uh, that were uh, talked about. Um, I think the impetus for it was um, that sometimes we didn't know what happened to resolutions after they were adopted. Uh, we would, uh, uh, you know, we maybe wouldn't hear about them or whatever. But as we started to look at it, we thought, you know, we said, you know, there's a lot about this resolutions process that maybe needs to be looked at. And so what we have done is uh, we got together, started getting together in uh, in September, and um, uh, our uh, committee has uh, worked hard to put together some ideas about how we want to do, how we want to see the resolutions process uh, improve going forward, and as uh, say, we'll share those and get your input a little bit later on. Um, I want to um, uh, thank everybody for their time, and I also want to say one other thing about this committee, and that is that um, you heard uh, a lot of maybe some new names on there, and uh, and that was intentional. It was intentional for a couple of reasons. One of the things is that. We want to improve the diversity uh, among our committees. Uh, we want to be intentional about that. And uh, so we had a number of folks of color um, uh, and that on our committee, uh, younger members, um, you know, older members that, had, you know, people have been around for a while and, uh, and have experience with uh, resolution. So we really tried to draw on the diversity. And I think the second thing I'd say about that, it was really great about this group is that it was a group that really worked together as a team. Uh, if you had been on any of our calls, you'd know that we're not, we're, we were not shy about throwing out ideas about uh, <clears throat> saying, you know, different things and, and offering our opinions. Um, <clears throat> but, but that's real good. And I think that every, I, I felt like every person that attended our calls had a, a fair chance to, 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 uh, to, we have somebody that's not on mute. If we could, uh, I'm, I'm echoing back in my uh, ear. It sounds like somebody on a phone. It does. Um, Hold on. I think I think they just took care of it. There, there we go. All right. Uh, so without further ado, then, I'm going to turn it over to Mark Riker, Gabe Griffith, and uh, Jeff Tom. Uh, and they're going to kind of tell us, talk a little bit about how we handle resolutions nowadays, uh, at least uh, in when we're at uh, conventions. And then uh, we'll get into some of our ideas. Uh, going Do you want forward. me to start so, recording? Mark, uh, not yet. Okay. Um, so, um, so why don't we have uh, Mark, uh, Gabe, and Jeff? Uh, you guys take it in whatever order you wanna you wanna run with it. All right. Thanks, Ray. Uh, this is Gabe. Is Mark here? I didn't. I don't know if I saw him in the list or heard his name. So I don't know if he's here. I know Jeff is. Um, so I guess I can kind of start and maybe Jeff and if Mark is here, jump in. Sure. Um, so basically the way the resolutions process works right now is that, uh, well, at least in, in the good old days of when there was an in-person convention, um, people can start submitting resolutions either to the resolutions chair or through, uh, 
you know, I, I think uh, Clark and Claire have collected them through the advocacy email. But uh, either way, they, they filter to the resolutions committee. We may be able to get together before the convention once or twice, uh, typically historically, to discuss the, the resolutions that we either have in hand or that we know are coming our way. But don't do a lot of the actual wordsmithing and, and getting them ready for presentation. Then when we get to convention, because of all of the activities that are going on all day long, uh, the resolutions committee tends to get together late at night and work until early in the morning. Um, so, you know, not, not a lot of sleeping going on for, for resolutions committee folks. Um, and then it'll get to party a you know, lot. what ends up happening is right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but we try to have fun with it. But what happened then, it comes to, you know, all the resolutions that we have come before the the, uh, membership assembly in uh, general session, but generally not until the last couple of days of the convention. And uh, for any of of, uh, you who have actually been there, um, you know that it ends up being one really long day of hearing resolutions and typically we end up in the afternoon with maybe barely a quorum um, listening to the resolutions and it can become a pretty tedious process um, and then they get passed then uh, you know a couple of committee members and staff get together to discuss prioritization um, which, to be totally honest here and up front, the last couple of years, it, it, there's not been a real scientific method to that prioritization. And honestly, not real clear about um, really what those, you know, because the, they've been numbered one, two, three. And, you know, it's kind of been some question about, well, you know, this one feels like a two or this one feels like a one. Um yeah, and then, well, what exactly does those priorities mean? So that uh, I think um, is kind of in a, a you know bit of a nutshell, um, the beginning to the end of, uh, or or at least mostly towards the end of the the process of of how resolution is born and how it ends up becoming ACB policy. Um, Jeff, do you have anything to? Add to that, I'm sure you do. Well, not a whole lot, but I think what I will do is is mention before um, we turn it back over to Ray to sort of present some of where we ended up. Some of the concerns that people had expressed over the years that led Dan to appoint the task force. Um, many people for a long time, and, and this presents problems, but many people rightfully wanted to see the resolutions in writing. Um, you know, could they be put on a thumb drive or could they be read over the, you know, convention, you know, phone, you know, platform, whatever. Were there ways mm-hmm. to do that so people could actually read them in advance? Um, were there ways that we could do them during the course of the convention, uh, you know, 
rather than all at once? Um, were there ways to either simplify them or at least um, make it such that people understood them? Because sometimes you read a long resolution on the floor and people glaze over and they're like, what in the world am I voting on? Um, you such big words. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the whole priority system, you know, was it really getting, as, as, as Gabe sort of indicated, was it getting sort of arbitrary? You know, you try to do your best, but how do you really come up with something in terms of telling staff to work on all these, you know, bunches of resolutions that were adopted? And, and what did the prioritization really mean? So there were a lot of concerns um, about, you know, the process becoming as transparent as it could and as effective as it could be. Um, and so these and other issues, I think, uh, sort of lead up to um, what the, you know, committee is sort of going to offer up tonight as some of our suggestions. And I guess... Well, I, I don't know if Mark has come on yet, but um, if not, I guess I'll turn it back to Ray. Real, real quick before you turn it back to Ray, I would like to uh, say that the resolution on resolutions that brought us to this point actually came from one of our members here in California and uh, got us started down this path. So. <laughs> Sorry, it, just had to give it, a it, just had to give a plug in there it, real quick from, hey. from my affiliate. <laughs> it always, it always is California. You guys are just such trouble. I don't know. You know, <laughs> you guys, uh, and we're proud of okay. it. Darn it. You did you, you darn right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so okay. Well, see, see see guys, this is the kind of fun we've had on these on our calls and the kind of um, you know, back and forth we've had. All right. Mark, did you have you joined us yet? Mark Reichert? Don't hear him. So um, okay. Him unless he's on a phone. I do not see his name. Yeah, I, he usually what comes in on a computer. Yeah, so, okay, we'll assume he's not here unless he really screams loud, and then we'll, you know, we'll bring him in. All right, so going forward then, um, so what do we want to do about this this process? You know, resolutions, as, um, as Gabe and Jeff said, are a very important part of ACB's work. They're really statements from all of us as ACB members voting in convention assembled of, uh, of ACB policies, of things that we want, uh, we, we, we feel strongly about, or that we want Congress, for example, to act on, um, and all of that, those sorts of things. So Jeff very correctly um, talked about a number of the concerns about resolutions that have come up. and. We we think that we've put together some ideas to. I hear someone on that's off mute uh, there. Anyway, we've um, put together. So um, so Debbie, it, that's fine to call and say hi, but in order to do it, you got to say hi. Hey, quite hi. <laughs> do you? I'm gonna mute. Uh, if you would mute yourselves, do you? Are you ready to? Record yet? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and record. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, so folks, we are going to record, and that's this is just to. Uh, 
get the um, get, to make sure that we have all of your ideas uh, recorded and um, on speaker. Well, that's fine. I mean, I almost hung up because you weren't answering. I thought maybe it was an accident. I'm getting to it. Please uh, okay. mute yourself. Um, whoever you are that's talking to someone please else on another mute. phone, could you please mute yourself? Um, so, um, okay. So anyway, um, are we, you, did you start the recording, Deb? Um, yeah, maybe not. Yes, I did. Now I'm looking for okay. them in the list. Okay. Um, so a couple of things. So we, what we've tried to do and one, as a group one is to, uh, address probably four main points uh, about resolutions. One is uh, that we, we want to get them, we want to figure out how to get them in earlier so that the resolutions committee can start working on them. And so that um, the, uh, you all uh, that are in convention assembled or if we're virtual or whatever it might be, would have a chance to read them, to understand them, and uh, um, and that, and so that the resolutions, folks, maybe could have a little fun at convention and not have to be working so late into the night. Um, so, so the first thing we're going to do is we're going to we are proposing, and by the way, these are all the things we'd like your input on, and so I'll be asking for that in a few minutes. So. Um, let me just run down the list of things that we are proposing. And committee members, if I forget anything uh, that are on the call tonight, please feel free to, to chime in. Um, we're going to propose that resolutions need to be submitted 45 days, at least 45 days prior to the opening of uh, the convention. Now, let me say a couple things about that. Number one, we can't really enforce that this year because um, our, our bylaws say that any resolution that gets submitted has to be taken uh, to the uh, convention floor unless it's withdrawn or uh, um, or that. Uh, so, so what we're gonna we're gonna ask people to do that this year, um, and we're going to be bringing a bylaw amendment forward to bylaw six section B to. Uh, codify the 45 days uh, submission deadline. We're also going to be asking that that deadline be communicated in the Braille forum up to like 90 days ahead of convention so that you'll have some notice that uh, and all all other ACB communications channels. Um, And um, uh, so then we're going to do that. Um, However, I know some of you are jumping up and down saying right now, well, wait a minute. Sometimes we have to do resolutions on things that happen less than 45 days before convention. Well, we thought of that. And so what we're also going to be saying in the amendment is that the committee will, the resolutions committee will have the discretion to accept resolutions that come in after the 45 day deadline. So let's say, for example, that um, a month before convention, the department of defense comes out with a, proposed rule that could really hurt our Randolph Shepard vendors. Well, we certainly would want to have a resolution on that, opposing that. And so we certainly, if the vendors brought one forward to us, they, we would certainly entertain that. I would, would certainly think we would definitely want to do that. And the same for other, you know, similar types of situations. So, um, and this actually came from California. They uh, have a deadline uh, that they, 
are that they ask that people put their resolutions in by, but they do have the discretion to allow for uh, things that may come up after that. What that's going to do, uh, the 45-day deadline, is it's going to allow us to get to a lot of resolutions. Uh, the committee can start its work, start wordsmithing. Uh, they can do that before convention. Um, it will also allow us to make resolutions available uh, to all of you to read, um, whether it um, be hard copy at convention or over email or on you know thumb drive or whatever. However, we, we, we end up doing that. But in some form, we're going to make them available to you so that you can read them. Uh, Jeff was Jeff was talking about uh, some of the resolutions that we get, and you know, it's kind of like you know we we can't see, but we can hear the we can hear the eyes rolling. You know, it's all the legal legal ease and stuff that's in some of them, and it has to be there in a lot of cases. But uh, it is better if we can do that. Yeah, the second thing that we're going to do, um, we're going to try to with those kinds of resolutions where there's a a lot of heavy background material and that sort of thing. We're going to encourage the committee to kind of put a short little statement about, you know, kind of a in layman's terms, if you will. Okay, this is what that this resolution is really doing, um, and it's we're asking the Office of the Rehabilitation Services Administration to do something under, you know, you know to modify or Congress to modify a statute or something like that. Um, so we're going to try to, you know, make it, make sure that you understand what it is you're voting on uh, prior to actually taking that vote and um, try to help, help that way. Um, the next thing that we're going to do is that we're going to, um, uh, we, we, we're going to work with the convention program committee to try and make sure that resolutions are spread out throughout the week. Um, you heard uh, Gabe talking about uh, how resolutions are sometimes <laughs> on the last day and, and uh, you know, it gets to be a long day. And by the end of the meeting, the room is like half empty and, you know, a lot of us maybe aren't even sure what we're voting on and stuff. So um, we're, we're trying to, we're going to try to do that as well so that you'll have a chance to uh, hear different resolutions throughout the week. Um, <clears throat> we think that there are, uh, that, that that should be something that we could can work with uh, would work with the president and the program committee on to make sure that um, they're addressed. And again, if we have resolutions done ahead of time, there should be no reason that we can't uh, squeeze a few into uh, several of the general sessions during the convention. Um, and then um, let's see, I mentioned uh, okay the third thing we talked about is resolutions priority um, and how should that be handled? And what we actually came up to, and I want to credit the ACB staff for uh, suggesting this is we have a very good professional staff. And so we feel like they um, will, you know, should have, will have the, the judgment and can work with the resolutions committee chair if necessary to identify what needs to take priority versus what maybe it may take a little longer. You know, there are some resolutions that we don't like to see done yesterday, but they take research and they take 
uh, extra you know, staff time to develop. There might be uh, committees that need to get involved uh, doing white papers and sort of those sorts of things. So um, a resolution that versus a resolution that you know calls on us writing a letter to an agency or something, and you know, that's something that can be done fairly quickly. And so um, we're gonna the staff is gonna be uh, handle be in charge of that along with uh, working with the resolutions committee chair. However, if we feel that uh, as a membership and as a committee that there are certain resolutions that we want to see with a uh, you know, executed uh, or acted upon within a certain time, uh, we can certainly put a clause in there, put a resolve clause that says that, that this resolution shall be acted upon by, and we can say by whom, um, uh, within 30 days or whatever, if we feel very real strongly about that. Uh, so there's ways within the resolutions process to do that. That way we won't have this, this one, two, three, and nobody knows what it means and everything. I mean, take case in point this year, if you heard the board meeting where we talked about resolutions, almost all of them were twos. So they were all kind of in the middle. So um, we definitely, um, that doesn't really help the the staff and the folks that have to work on these things. Um, and then the fourth point that we want, we addressed in our meetings was accountability to all of you and all of us as ACB members who, who, who adopt these resolutions. And so what we're going to do is we're going to have the resolutions chair, uh, you know, you know, he'll be working the resolutions chair, whoever or co-chairs, whoever they might be, will work a little bit more closely with the staff. They will identify, you know, they will, as we go through, uh, the the as the board you know begins to uh, have its meetings after convention uh, there will be reports given to the board meeting uh, at uh, of, of resolutions progress that's being made on them so a lot of that happens now but um, we want to uh, see that uh, kind of a little bit more uh, formalized I guess of course, if there is something that we strongly feel needs to come back uh, for a report at the next year's convention, um, we we can certainly ask for that. Um, and I think that we're also going to try to encourage that as well, that uh, the resolutions that were passed last year would be reported upon so that you all know um, what happened with them and uh, that. But reporting to the board is something that we definitely feel is a, is a good step because the board meetings are being streamed now so anyone has an opportunity to listen to them and um and that will be uh, a good uh, good process so those are the four points that we kind of hit on um i'm going to ask before i take any start taking input uh, going to ask any members of the ad hoc committee did i forget anything is there anything any of you'd like to add this is jeff and just two quick things you you covered all the major points um, but two very quick things that we also discussed first, and we all we've done this for a long time, but uh, I think we all recognize that the more we can help assist folks in legislative in sorry in resolution drafting, the better it will be. Um, it is really not as difficult a process as people make it out to be. It's really just you know stating a problem and coming up with the solution. So if so, we need to do a better job of making people aware that we're out here and that we're willing to help. 
The second thing is, and this is something that Mark Reichert brought up, and I think it's a great idea. It's a small thing, but it's a great idea. Um, one, some of our resolutions do go on and on and on, and oftentimes they have long quotes and long citations and things like that. People are like, oh my gosh, do I have to listen to all this? He had an idea that if we have you know, a lengthy quote or even necessarily a lengthy, lengthy group of citations, that we employ footnotes. And this could dramatically shorten certain resolutions, make them a lot easier to understand. And so it's something that I think the committee is going to take a look at. You know, we don't need to pass a bylaw to do it or anything like that. But we can take a look at that when we're when we are putting them together and it may make it easier for all of us to deal with them. So I just wanted to mention them. Thank you. Um, Ray. No problem. Um, anyone else from the committee want to add anything? Well, I do have one thing I will add. And by the way, and by the way, if we went to footnotes, I mean, if you want to hear the citations, what we're citing, we could certainly read that. And so um, but that'll that will help as well. I think it's a. So it's a really good idea. Uh, one thing I do want to add, and that is, and this is something I don't think a lot of people know. You know, not everything has to be a convention resolution. In Bylaw 5, uh, it says that the board can adopt, can you know, pass resolutions on you know, certain things that, you know, come before it uh, to be, you know, for, for ACB. Again, you know, these, the convention is always a supreme, the conference of conventions always a supreme authority of ACB. But as long as the board doesn't do anything that goes against ACB policy, um, they could um, adopt a, a resolution on some matter that, you know, could, could be, uh, you know, brought, brought forward to them. Um, that probably is not, that has not really happened in the past. And it probably isn't going to happen a whole lot in the future, we don't think. Uh, but what that says is if you as a member feel strongly that um, there's something that really needs a, a resolution, like a board resolution or something like that, you can work with the resolutions chair and the committee to, to draft that and make that available to the board. And, um, you know, this is something that's going to be, and these are all going to be things that are going to be, you know, built into the expectations for the resolutions committee so that uh, they understand that, you know, they're going to be working a little more, being a little more active throughout the year on, um, on these, uh, on these things. So, so anyway, now it's your, unless uh, any of the committee members want to add anything, give me a chance. Okay. Well, now it's your turn. So if you would like to, ask any questions about anything that we've talked about, provide any ideas. Uh, we'll, we'll have us all recorded and the committee will have a chance to listen back to it and, and uh, you know, make, you know, any final uh, things. We have Denise. Uh, Deb, would you like to tell people how to raise their hands? Sure. Um, let's see if I get this right. I'm kind of new at this. Um, Alt-Y on the Windows side uh command no option y on the mac and um the iphone you go to more and you see a raised button there and star nine on the telephone right and i do know that we do have denise denise collie if you want to 
Um, I think you probably are unmuted. Let's see. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, I am. Okay. <clears throat> so, Ray, my question is, so you indicate that in your proposal that resolutions would have to be submitted 45 days in advance of the convention unless there's something that occurs, you know, at the last minute. But how are you going, how would we then... I mean, we, we would certainly hope people would, would adhere to that policy, but I could see that easily people could fall into this trap of saying, oh, well, I can, you know, I can submit my resolution later. How are you going to determine if, in fact, it is a resolution that had to be submitted later in that process and or getting people to adhere to the 45-day resolution submission? process well so ray do you want me to try and defend my i I wish you would (laughs) um denise that's a really good question there's no perfect answer and and the and what what sort of we're proposing is to use a good cause standard and yes good cause is what is whatever the committee ends up deciding good cause means but it's hard to you know, I don't. I don't know how you can come up with something that you know is a perfect answer to your question. And I think good cause is about as you know closely as you can define it without either you know creating instances where we should have accepted resolutions but don't, or where we shouldn't have accepted them but do. So I, I you know, but if there's a better alternative that someone can come up with. For a standard, I think the committee is very open to listen to it. So thank you for that good question. Yes, thank you. And um, I think I think one thing I'd say is that you know we know that affiliates have conventions with the, that are less than forty five days prior to uh, to the um, uh, national conference and convention. So. And, you know, they may feel strongly that something needs to go forward to the national organization. And um, they certainly we certainly would uh, uh, entertain that. Um, uh, I think that, um, like Jeff said, there's no perfect solution to it. And, uh, uh, you know, we certainly hope that, um, you know, and I think once people get used to uh, submitting things ahead of time, that, Again, I said the committee has discretion. So, if it's something that maybe in the minds of the committee is you know you look at it and you say, hey, you know this 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 could have been, and, and how are we going to know that? You know, that's a good question. But um, you know, say, hey, you know this is something that could have been submitted earlier. We're not going to uh, we're not going to accept it. Now we're going to have to do something about the other little statement in the bylaws that says that any resolution that gets submitted has to be taken to the floor. So that's probably going to be another bylaw change that we're going to have to uh, uh, take a take a look at as well. So um, we, we have five we have hands raised. Uh, Nineteen sixteen, beginning and three oh seven at the end. If you would unmute. Um. This is Gene Lozano from Sacramento, California. Hey, Gene. Hi. And as an old-time member since 1972, I've spent some long times in the past in resolutions, so I can appreciate the desire of the 45-day um, cutoff prior to it and support it. I'd like to see the in the due process um, that a mechanism is there where... Somebody who submits 
a resolution, believing it, it is of some time-sensitive merit, um, is contacted by maybe a subcommittee of the, uh, the, the resolutions committee to be able to talk to this individual, find out the merit of the reasons for it, so they can bring it to the, fuller, the full committee to be reviewed. And that there's some trying to add some objectivity, some criteria by which the full committee then rates it, whether it should be or should not be uh, addressed during uh, that convention um, as an, a time-sensitive matter. Um, oh, well. that, that, yeah. and, and this is true for being heard by, as an author of a resolution. The, historically, the resolutions committee, when um, having a question, or if they have concerns about a resolution, have reached out, and I know firsthand I have received phone calls, and I've asked to receive phone calls. Um, but I think I'd like to see it become a, a consistently applied uh, policy that if there's questions about the resolution, whether it's prior to 45 days or afterwards, um, that, that the author is contacted and is asked to speak on it. I know that two years ago I had a resolution, um, being one of those authors that always come out with long resolutions, and I'd asked, and I had not gotten a phone call, and the resolution when it came out was nothing like reflected what I had asked to be submitted, and um, that's past history, but just give an example where I believe after talking to some committee members afterwards, if they had had a little more information, they may have decided to stick to what they had decided on, or they would have changed their position. So I'm just saying is put in writing a process that is consistent and uniformly applied. And thank you for your time and consideration. And right. Eugene, absolutely. Right. Go ahead. Right, mate. This is Gabe. Can I respond to that? You, you may, absolutely. Gene, I think that's a big part of why we wanted to have the um, 45 day in advance uh, submission is to be able to give the committee time to look at them, go back to the author, discuss them. And if something were to be submitted after that 45 days, then I completely agree. I don't think there should be any arbitrary, we're not going to hear this, you're late. Um, you know, definitely the, the author submitting, you know, submit, uh, submitter or submitting, uh, group should definitely, um, be part of, of that decision and be able to say, this is why this is a, an urgent matter. This is why this needs to be heard and, and to have a discussion. So I, I completely agree with everything you said there. Absolutely. And I would just add to that. Um, I've been an author of resolutions in the past. And, you know, sometimes you you, you go to you know, the committee will say, well, <clears throat> on Wednesday night, we're going to take up your resolution. Well, you get to the meeting and you sit and you wait and you wait and you start dozing off and whatever. And then all of a sudden, oh, I guess they're going to take up my resolution now. One of the things that submitting them ahead of time will allow the committee to do is to kind of schedule with the authors of or representatives of groups that are submitting resolutions to say, hey, um, you know, hey, on this day, we'd like to we're planning our meeting and we'd like to take up your 
resolution um, that you've submitted. Um, are you available? Uh, what time are you available? Um, and uh, we can kind of structure it that way as well, so that the authors have a little more certainty that of when their uh, their mat- the matter that they feel is obviously important important enough to come before the national organization's resolution is going to be heard. Um, and I think what we would do in this, we wouldn't put the requirements to provide contact information in the bylaws, certainly. But I think what we would do is we would say that in the written information that goes out about this, that we would ask that when you submit the resolution, you also submit your contact information so that, or if it's a group, have a representative uh, you know, with name and email and telephone number uh, so that we can reach uh, reach the author and, 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 and arrange all those things. Absolutely. Uh, great point, Eugene. Thanks for uh, bringing it up. Uh, who do we have next? Lori Scharf. All right, Lori. I would just like to say that um, I my my thoughts have been stolen by prior speakers, but I would just like to add that um, one advantage I think of giving a period of forty five days would allow the committee, I hope, to reach out to professionals and people within the field who may have a little more expertise than the actual sitting committee so that resolutions will not come out with old data in them. Absolutely. Um, And I think uh, Clark or Claire, maybe you guys would like to speak to that point. One of you, I think you're both on. Um, Yes, they are. No, I think that... There. Clark or Claire? Yeah, this is Clark. I think that's a great point. Um, And I think that will be part of the committee's due diligence as well, right? Um, So I think it's natural that we still involve the the committees or affiliates who are our internal ACB expertise on that issue. Um, And if they don't possess the necessary expertise, then I think it's only natural that they uh, reach out to other resources to best inform them on that process. So great point. Thank you. Yeah, I think the other thing that would be good that could help too is that let's say a resolution comes that the uh, related to transportation. Uh, maybe the transportation committee doesn't have the expertise within itself, but they might know somebody who does, and they can reach out and you know work with the committee to to do that. Um, so, no, great point, and I think that it will um, help us to um, uh, you know bring forth resolutions with good you know with that good you know professional uh, uh, expertise. What do we have next? Traveling Terry. Traveling Terry. Traveling Terry, like to hear what you what the, like to hear what the traveler has to say about all this. Traveling Terry, it shows that you're Tra- I'm muting everybody. everybody. Traveling there Terry, you go. there <laughs> she is. Hi, I just want to say thank you for all the hard work all of you have done, especially the gentleman that's been a member since 1972. Um, I know exactly how long that is. That's when it, the great year I was born. What I want to say is I'm new to this community and new to vision loss, and but I'm not new to resolutions and studies. Do you guys have like a tracking mechanism where we can log in somewhere or on the website where we can see resolutions that have been submitted, who the author is and what the status is? 
so that those of us that might be experts or might have connections in the expert to be able to help the authors? That's, yes. That's, we, well, we, yes. Please. The, the resolutions are all on the website. Um, they say their status of whether they were passed or, or uh, didn't pass or with, um, and then the, if any were withdrawn, then there's a, a section that says withdrawn, but it doesn't necessarily say the status of what's been done or what's being done, but um, you know that might be something to uh, to look into updating because the you know I, I do think the mechanism mechanism is there, um, and we you know we just need to take a little further than what it's at. My past. Um organizations that I worked with was American Heart and American Lung Association. So um, the American Heart one, I believe, is still open to the public, um, but it's a very dynamic tracking system as we are international coming up with the recommendations for resuscitation. So if you guys um, need an example, I would definitely recommend that. Okay. Thank yeah, you. If you go if you go to ACB, uh, Clark, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's acb.org/resolutions, and you can see the you can at least see the past resolutions. Correct, acb.org/resolutions, and then you will be able to um, basically review the resolutions um, and their status, whether approved, withdrawn, accepted, defeated, um, and do so by year and then to the the question regarding um weighing in and provide providing uh professional expertise as a resolution is being considered um gabe correct me if i'm wrong but the resolutions committee meetings are open meetings so that any members who are not members of the resolutions committee are able to attend well, for you. sure and and anyone that's there we always invite to to give input regardless of whether you were the one that submitted the resolution or whether you're a member of the committee so well and with our lovely thing here called zoom i mean we can certainly have you know people on um and i think we could even maybe look at something where because i think what terry might be also asking for is uh, some sort of, um, you know, kind of a, a status of, you know, resolutions. Yeah. And we talked about the regular reporting to the board. We could certainly post that on our mm-hmm. website, uh, the various resolutions, what's happening. The board minutes, once they're approved, are also posted there. So you can see through the board minutes what's happened with a resolution. And, uh, and, that, and I think maybe one of the other things maybe we could think about is a like a resolutions, kind of an executive summary, if you will, to post up there that would say, you know, the resolution numbers, what their topics are, and uh, who's who's working on them, maybe might be a, uh, a thing to say. And that, that would be something where, uh, you know, we could, as part of that, maybe we could say, uh, hey, if you would like to offer some, some input on this, uh, give, you know, contact these individuals or you know, contact uh, the resolutions chair or contact a uh, member of ACB staff, whatever. We, we could certainly, there's some say, things we I, can do with yeah, it. Yeah, like I said, I think we have, thank you, Terry. I, I think we have the resolutions, you know, we've started that process, you know, like the, uh, 
the, the the groundwork is there if you will or foundation but i think we can make what's up on the website a lot more dynamic so i'd like your uh i really like your your thoughts there terry um i was also going to yeah. ask if it's possible to do a workshop absolutely um i think we actually may have talked about that and just not mentioned that i think um and one of that well we can do a workshop on resolutions maybe we can maybe we can do that at the president's meeting um as part of uh you know how schoolhouse rock how a resolution is born and stuff like that and just you know kind of what goes into into a resolution maybe we can do something like that or uh, the the other thing we the other thing we've talked about and this here again is why where the 45 day deadline can come can be of, of help is we've actually talked about doing a community event prior to convention to at least alert people to what resolutions we have uh, you know what the topics are maybe uh, what you know gather input that way too so uh, we, we, there's a number of things we can do i think there's the, the sky's the limit on that i we think have jeff a said a little earlier that the resolutions committee can be a lot more active in you know community calls like this to talk about that so sorry debbie i think you yep. said you ha we have somebody else online we have four participants raised hand uh jamaica yeah Jamaica, Jamaica. Good evening, everybody. And I wanted to ask about, is there going to be um, something for the resolutions committee to let people that don't have email addresses be able to communicate with people about the, um, uh, about the, um, uh, about resolutions? Because I know the last time it was just, um, e it was just put out for email and I'm thinking for those people who have trouble spelling and, um, and, and and things, I think that would be a good, uh, a good, uh, maybe a resolution that we might want to think about. Jamaica, it's a great point. And I think um, I don't see, you know, one of the things that we said earlier is that we want the resolutions committee to be more assisting more in helping people draft resolutions that they want to submit to the national organization. I don't think there's any reason that we couldn't, if somebody needs to be contacted by telephone or, or over, you know, setting up a Zoom call or something like that, uh, where you can bring your ideas forward and you and whoever's helping you, you're helping you draft, uh, could talk it back and forth and uh, come up with something uh, that way. That certainly I think is possible. Um, heck, we could even uh, take uh, resolutions if people want to send them into the national office. I mean, you got 40, you're 45 days ahead, you're going to hear about it 90 days ahead. So if you want to send it in and <laughs> in printer braille and uh, you know, we could uh, certainly have, you know, somebody would have to input that to get that to the resolutions committee, but I'm sure that that's, I'm sure that's possible. I, I think we can definitely do that. And you, and you raise a really good point. Uh, we always need to remember that while most of us have email and most of us have, of, uh, uh, things like that. Not everybody does. So we need to, or maybe folks have trouble with, as you said, spelling and things like that. And we can certainly, uh, I think we can certainly accommodate that. Thank you. Any other thoughts from other committee members on that one? This is Clark Ray. I think that goes to your earlier point about making sure that the resolution information and timeline gets into the Braille and e-forum. 
Uh, we also have the Washington Connection phone line. Um, so we have multiple communications channels um, and the resolutions committee could even work with the public awareness steering committee or the BOP to ensure that we are utilizing all of those communications channels to get this information out to our members. Yep. And we can even maybe do some uh, spots on ACB radio, reminding people about it as well. I, I'm sure, sure there's definitely some things we can do and a lot of things we can do. Do we have any other hands? Yes. Debbie? Phil, Phil Jones, you may unmute. Thank you. Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, Mr. Phil. He's unmuted. Hey, Phil. Rockin' Phil. Rockin' Phil. Come on, buddy. Where are you? <laughs> no, now he's muted again. Let's see. Uh, nope, now you're unmuted. Phil? You're unmuted, Phil. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, Phil. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> well, uh, well, maybe, maybe Phil. Let's uh, see. Let's, let's Phil, come back. how about uh, Nolan? Let's, yeah, let's go with Nolan. Nolan. Phil, 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 we'll come back to we'll you. We'll come back to you, Phil. Good evening, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I, I actually uh, like this topic about the resolutions, community getting involved with a couple things. I do want to bring up, though, that I'm trying to work on a project that might revolve, that might involve me writing a resolution regarding about mobile app accessibility. Oh. And I started using an app called House Party, which is not completely accessible. And I'm going to need some recommendations on how to write a, re a resolution to the developer of the app to see if they can update the app to make it more usable and user-friendly so that I, as a blind individual, can play uh, games with my sighted friend. Yeah. Oh, so, and, so, go ahead, Jeff. I was just going to respond to that. And, and this, I don't want you to, to take this as necessarily an example, but okay. at least it's an example of a point I was going to make. So I'm glad you brought that up, Nolan. Thank you. A lot of times, the, the more we are able to, the, the committee members are inter, able to interact with members, we might be able to create situations where something can be achieved without the need for a resolution. For example, what if, you know, you know we, we talked to Clark or Claire and they decided, look, let's just do a letter on behalf of ACB to yeah. the developer of this app and not wait for the next convention for a resolution. Now, we might decide that's not the best alternative and that it is better to do a resolution. I don't know. Every case is different. But the, the sooner we are able to interact and think about every individual case, the more sometimes we might be able to solve problems without even needing to go to the resolutions process. So I want to, I really appreciate your, your bringing that up. You're welcome. Cause this brought, cause this is, you know, this is something I want to bring to your guys' attention because this uh, occurred to me before iOS 14 came out. I've tried, I started using the 
uh, um, house party mobile application this past summer before school started and things got worse, especially with buttons that are not clearly labeled. Hey, no, hey, Nolan, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I, 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 what I think, what I think I suggest you do, let's maybe, um, Maybe uh, what you could do is I would suggest maybe getting with Clark or one of the ACB staff offline to start the process because, and you know, it may eventually come to a resolution and that's certainly fine. I mean, the committee can certainly handle that, but uh, you know, maybe, maybe this is something the information access committee could, could also take up. Uh, maybe this is something that we could help you uh, write a letter, write an email or something to the developer and say, hey, you know, I'm a blind person. The developer may not even be aware that there's a blind person that wants to use that app. So, but yeah. hey. Ray, this is Clark. Yes, sir. Uh, so, Nolan, thank you for bringing this to our attention. I'd recommend that you email advocacy at acb.org. So shoot us That's an email. That's what I'm going to do after this. That, that would be great. So that way you can put it on our radar and we can follow up with you. Uh, to learn more okay, about this specific situation. Thank you so much, Clark. Greatly appreciate that. Great. Not a problem, Nolan. Nolan, and thank you for bringing that up. Um, You're welcome. That's, uh, that's very great. Uh, Debbie. Do Phone we have number any beginning with 1317. Sounds like Indianapolis. That's me. That's you. Hi. Thank you. My name is Pat Tusing. I've been trying to contact the Information Access Committee. I've been trying to work to work with people on the resolution committee now for a few years and i'm interested in getting a resolution written apologize to come into this uh meeting late i was talking to people about the one of the clinical trials for the covid vaccine so i'm interested in you know those issues as well uh was helping them um, come up with a form that was a little more accessible for their recruitment not i'm not claiming to be an expert but my interest is in um, keeping buttons that are on appliances so that people can use them without them self-activating just because you breathe on them, you know, the super sensitive buttons. But I'm getting mm-hmm. nowhere. But I really want to work with someone, and I want to work with someone ahead of time. And I have contacted various people, and people know what I want. So I'm available if people want to find me because I've, you know, I've taken all the steps. I think the idea of, of possibly finding ways of contacting manufacturers without doing a resolution is really possible because maybe the manufacturers don't realize that they really are excluding older people and blind people when they create these buttons that people can't really uh, label or access easily. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, Pat, appliance access is definitely on our radar screen for information access committee. I would suggest uh, as we said to Nolan, get in touch with Clark at the uh, ACB National Office through advocacy at acb.org and kind of put, you know, put some thoughts together as to what you're uh, looking for. Um, we've definitely sure, I've done it. Uh, I've uh, emails to the Information Access Committee, sir. Three of them. Um, well, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not aware that you have. I haven't seen them personally, but uh, that doesn't mean that they're not haven't been sent. Uh, have you contacted the chair of the Information Access Committee or or that? Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah um, again, I'm not aware personally that I haven't seen them, but uh, if you've sent them, that's that's great. Um, I'm actually a member. I'm actually officer liaison to Information Access. I will follow up and see if they've gotten any kind of emails and encourage them to get back to you and, uh, and start uh, doing some work on this. 
But also advocacy at acb.org yes. is different than information access committee. Correct. Correct. And and that was answered by Clark and Claire, right. and they can uh, you know direct that to the information access committee. And you know if they tell us to work on something, we certainly will do that. Who do we have and next? Clark and Claire are very responsive. Yes, the they are. That, uh, that they are. email address. Fifteen oh five six three eight. I think this is my friend Beth. Hello. Hey yes, Beth. Who's that? It's Ray Campbell. How are you? Hey Ray. Um, I agree both with Debbie and with Jamaica. Um, I think more mediums of communication should be used uh, with these uh, committees to to get resolutions out to more people and and to have more people to be able to respond to you. Point point taken, and um, I, we certainly uh, will uh, do that. And I think you know, and, and we're not, and we're not just going to, you know, when we put this out uh, about the resolutions deadline and all that stuff, we're not just going to put it out on email. We're going to put it out in the ACB Braille forum. We're going to have it, as Clark said, Washington Connection, which is a telephone service that that you can call. Now, like, go ahead. I was going to say one one thing you guys should know in in a way. Um, this might be worth putting on the on the uh, uh, ac- you know, information access committee. Uh, I received a new iPhone. Well, it's it's not new. It's a 6s. Well, I wanted to take it down to Walmart today, and they said unless you're unless you have a plan, a pay, you know a paid plan like one of the major carriers. Uh, we won't activate it for you on a prepaid thing because I guess people have gotten accused of breaking things and stuff like that. So now I'm going, I don't know if that's a national policy of Walmart now or what, but I, I think it's rather interesting that they won't, their phone reps won't uh, activate stuff unless, you know, we're getting uh, Beth, Beth. Yeah. Beth, that's a good point. Um, why don't I suggest, and I know you don't use email, um, so I, I believe you're at that. Well, I was going to start using email, but they won't activate my iPhone. <laughs> okay. Why don't you Why don't you do this? Why don't you give uh, Clark or Claire a call in the, in the ACB National Office at 800-424-8666 mm-hmm. and talk with them about this? and see what's going on. Uh, guys, we are going a little off track here. Uh, we're getting into some information access issues. Um, so I, I want to pull us back okay. on track and talk. continue talking about resolutions and other and ideas that you all might have for uh, improving the process. So, uh, I'm, so I'm going to try to pull us back on track here. So uh, with that, do we have any more hands? No, not at this we, time. Not, okay. Um, so if anybody, any other, any other committee members, um, I know some of you haven't said anything. You don't have to, but, uh, if you want to add anything to our discussion, uh, tonight, certainly feel free. Um, Ray, maybe we could ask, maybe we could ask Regina. I think she's, you know, part of the group that has, uh, you know, been somebody that was a, a first time recent first time resolutions, uh, submitter so maybe we could ask her to 
share a couple of words on her experience. Sure, Regina, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but if you'd like to <laughs> share, you're certainly welcome. And yeah, we do have I, a hand. I mean, I mean to put Regina on the spot. Oh, okay. Gabe has... That's definitely our president of the CCB, uh, the California... State <laughs> of California. But that's why we're such a... Uh, a group that likes, as they say, good trouble. <laughs> yep. Always good trouble. Um, I am Regina Brink, and I'm pretty new to this organization. In general, I was an at-large member in 2017 and then um, joined in 2018. And this year was elected president of my chapter. So it's all happened rather quickly. And there was something I was really passionate about. I've been passionate about it since 2006 and I've been working on it locally and it has to do with social justice and because of the recent um, news, you know, happenings in the news and everything, I wanted to see a resolution on that and I contacted Jeff Tom and said, can I write a resolution? He informed me anybody could write one and I'm here to tell you that um, there were some bumps along the way because I was new to the organization. But the resolutions committee was very helpful and very understanding. I don't know how many rewrites we did, but <laughs> we got it to a passable resolution. And that's what I want to communicate, that if you are passionate about something, contact the advocacy at acb.org email. Contact your affiliate president or someone that you trust that can steer you to the right people and maybe even a committee that already takes up your issue because i didn't realize there was a committee that dealt with social social justice matters until i got further up into the process and i think that's one of the things we were trying to address that that mentorship is so useful in this organization to help us all of us be more active so. well anyway. listen we uh we and you know the way i'll answer that is is to say first of all regina you know found out about the uh, multicultural affairs committee and she's now a very active and contributing member and we certainly appreciate her for that um but i also wanted to say that um you know if you're passionate about something chances are there are probably a whole lot of other people that are passionate about something. And I'm saying this to anybody. Don't feel like that you have to be the master of whereas's and the resolver of resolves or anything like that in order to, to put a resolution together. That is exactly why one of the things we've included, incorporated into our process is that we're going to, the resolutions committee is going to be there to help people uh, draft resolution. Uh, yeah, it may get rewritten a few times, but um, uh, that's just we want to make sure it's it's right and it truly reflects what it is that you as the submitter and that we as the ACB membership who ultimately adopts these uh, want want to say to whomever we're addressing it. And and that's uh, that's a really important uh, point to uh, uh, to bring forward. You don't have to be. Uh, you don't have to be a law student or anything to, to write a resolution, as we, say, as, as, as we said. And as you are living proof of, Regina, anybody can do it with a little bit of help. 
And, uh, and I appreciated the rewriting process. It made my resolution better. And that's what I do want to communicate as well. Some people think, oh, they're touching my resolution. They're going to mess it up. <laughs> but I think that's not the case. Maybe that's the case with your mom's soup recipe and you don't want too many cooks in the kitchen. But I think <laughs> <laughs> many people working on these resolutions make them better in the long run. Okay. And we do um, have and- a hand raised. Okay, let me just make one quick point here. Uh, if you think these guys rewrote resolutions, there was a, a, a gentleman that used to be a part of our resolutions committee years ago. Uh, don't believe he's with us anymore, named Sanford Alexander. When I was serving on the resolutions committee in the late 90s, you talk about wordsmithing. I mean, this guy was an English major, and he would wordsmith everything. And we came up with great resolutions, but I'll tell you what, it was a little frustrating. Um, let's take that hand. Doug Powell. Hey, Doug. All right, Mr. Doug. Good evening. Um, I just I, I want to express, well, what, one suggestion about non-email or non-online um, uh, uh, distribution of the by, of the um, resolutions um, for people to to look at. Um, we have that phone system which used to be called audio. We, we used to use audio now, but it's it's a different Zeno. system. Zeno. Zeno now, Zeno Media. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so that's a, a great way. You know, we might be able to set up uh, Zeno numbers for uh, for resolutions so that people can actually listen to them over the phone. Yeah, we also might be able to. Uh, um, yeah, that'd be a way to do it. Um, you know, maybe during convention, we could have uh, a uh, a Zoom line that's you know, or a line where people could call in and listen to uh, recordings of the resolution. Somebody would somebody have to read them, but that's you know we can probably work that out. Uh, do you no, think we could get someone reason. like? You think we could get someone like James Earl Jones with a very, you know, cool voice? <laughs> uh, I don't believe he's alive anymore. So. <laughs> Great suggestion, though. But uh, the other, the other thing I wanted to express is I'm concerned about um, making sure that the resolutions process is generated from the general membership, and the the general membership feels. Uh, welcome to submit resolutions. Um, I've, I'm concerned that number one, 45 days is is a long time before the convention. So I was curious as to why it's 45 instead of 30, maybe. And the other thing is, I'm also concerned about the resolutions committee making the decision on whether to move a to move a, a resolution forward if it's within that 45 or 30 days of the convention. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 I'd be, I'm not sure that the membership is going to be sanguine about uh, diluting the bylaw that says that any member can submit a resolution. So, Ray, Doug, can I, can I respond? Oh, let's let you, let's Jeff, Jeff go first and then Gabe, or, okay. or however you guys want to do it. Go ahead, Gabe. Yeah. Doug, thanks, Jeff. And um, Doug, the, I guess what I would say is we kind of arrived at the 45 days by working backwards, if you will. Um, you know, once the, because we want to have time for the resolutions to be submitted, the chair to be able to kind of organize the resolutions, be able to arrange at least a couple of 
you know, Zoom community calls to go over them and then be able to, to implement those modifications and, and be able to take them to the convention. So that's kind of a quick abbreviation of how we arrived at the 45 days. And as far as um, resolutions being submitted within that or after that 45-day period or within that 45-day period, I, I guess I just reiterate what I said to Gene earlier. I don't think that any resolution should be um, turned down without a chance for the submitter to have a chance to justify why this is a, an immediate action and why it needs to be heard. So, um, you know, hopefully that helps and then I'll, I'll turn it over to Jeff for whatever he wants to add or say to that. So Doug, I, I, I want to respond to that in a couple of ways. I don't know that there is a perfect answer. Um, and, and, and clearly the argument you make has, you know, just some justification. But if you left it to the membership to decide at convention, we wouldn't be able to go over the resolution necessarily and decide what we wanted to do with it, or, or it wouldn't, or it wouldn't really matter if we did. And what, what would we do as a committee? So, does the committee have to be the one to do it? No, but I think the decision needs to be made before convention otherwise the that time frame really doesn't do any good and you you run into the same problem you had before of every, all these resolutions coming in right before the convention and then you have the problem of the of people not having time to go over them and everything so um you know there's no perfect answer but um you know it seems to me that that giving the committee the jurisdiction to make that call with and i think gene's suggestion is a very good one is something worth trying and if it doesn't mm -hmm. seem to work if mm -hmm. people are upset about it it's something we can always change that that would be one way i would look at it and, yeah, and, and by I'm, doing this we're really trying to actually improve the resolutions process and make it not as rushed you know because it, it does get pretty rushed when we get dimension and only have x number of hours during the night to try to do these so um by doing this we really are trying to to make the resolutions uh or or put in a process whereby the resolutions can be even stronger yeah well and i think also i just add the last thing i'd add is that um the advantages of of doing this and, and i think we should really when we communicate this put that out there hey you're going to actually have a chance you don't have to just sit and the first time you you the, you know of a resolution is when you hear it on the floor you're going to have a chance to read it you're going to have a chance to you know ask questions about it you're, one of the things actually we've talked about too is possibly even that convention is doing a uh, uh, a program during convention uh, on you know, people can, you know, assuming they've looked at the resolutions that are out there to say, hey, I have questions about this or whatever, just kind of a forum so that people could ask questions about uh, resolutions that are that are coming forward and, and what's what they're all about and say, hey, you know, I don't understand this. Can you kind of explain it to me and and all of that? I think I, I think that, um, you know, it's I, I, I think you're right. I think that. You know, we, we certainly want every member to feel 
like they're going to get the resolutions going to get heard. And certainly we wouldn't just as a committee, I don't think, uh, you know, say we're not going to take a resolution within 45 unless we just couldn't reach them. I'm sure. No, as long as we couldn't reach the person. I mean, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, unless we couldn't reach them. I mean, if we can do that, we'd say, hey, you know, yeah. um, you know, we'll talk to them. And, you know, chances are that we're probably going to take it. So, uh, hey, um, any other hands, Deb? No, there are not okay. any other hands. So I want to I just ask any of our other committee members that are on tonight, uh, Kenneth, Gabriel, Lopez, Cafati, or um, Maria, if you would like to, if you have any comments you'd like to offer. Thoughts on this? Okay. Well, I uh, guess that will conclude our community event. Let me uh, tell you all what's going to happen. So what's going to happen from here is that uh, the uh, ad hoc committee is going to get a chance to uh, you know, meet next week, uh, maybe talk about some of the ideas that have been uh, presented here. And we're going to be putting together a report that will go to the board uh, for its, uh, you know, endorsement, uh, approval, whatever you want to call it, uh, in a couple of weeks at the, uh, uh, fall board meeting on November 13th and 14th. And so, um, you'll have a chance to, uh, hear what, you know, kind of informally what we're proposing. And then we, uh, we certainly will do a, we will look to do a workshop at the president's meeting, um, and uh, we will look to uh, do a workshop not only on kind of a you know, how to write a good res- write a resolution, but also to uh, um, uh, talk about this you know talk about this process and what we're uh, trying to uh, trying to do. So, um, with that, I want to thank Debbie for for hosting tonight, and I want to thank um, everybody for uh, attending and your comments. It was it was great uh, discussion. Um, and, um, Hey, you know, this is, uh, this is a a work in progress and, you know, we certainly, uh, appreciate all your input and, um, unless anybody else has anything to add, we do have a hand raised. I didn't, uh, now I see Uh it 1317 again. Hi there. Hey, this has been a really great open process. Is it possible maybe some of the explanatory meetings where people discuss what's in the resolutions might even happen the week before convention? Um, the explanatory. Oh, oh, yeah, Pat, we certainly would. That's one of the things. Maybe you didn't hear me earlier. Um, we're going to have a we're looking to have a community event before convention so that we can go over resolutions and kind of take questions um, and explain, you know, what we're looking for. But we also uh, will offer an opportunity at convention, assuming we can. Now, this summer, it'll be virtual, so anybody can listen in. Uh, but uh, we'll offer that opportunity going forward. Uh, yeah, we can great. certainly we can certainly do that. And there'll be plenty of notice put out about that and, and on the community events and everything like that. Everybody, committee, thank you for your participation and for being here. And uh, every, everyone, thank you for, for your time. For running this.